Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hey, Kate. Hello, friends. How are you? I'm good. Good. That's good to hear. Now, Kate, this episode, spoiler alert, is about cable, TV providers, TV providers, etc. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is your current favorite TV show? Oh. I know. I know. I'm going with The Good Place. Oh, The Good Place is great. It's so good. We're almost done with it. Sad. I miss it a lot. What do they say? Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Right? Is yes. that a thing? Yes. Like that was an away message I read in college one time. So it's got to be true. What's your favorite? Um, the Good Place is up there for me. It's... I really enjoy Fleabag. Oh, uh, Fleabag is so good. Bit. I I didn't think of Fleabag because I'm not currently watching. Obviously, I've seen both episodes, both seasons. Mm-hmm. It's not ongoing. But it was truly some excellent cinema. Let me tell you, Paternity Leave provides many opportunities to discover all manner of new TV shows. But how will you keep up with them? You won't. And you can't hear some of them when the baby's screaming, but at least you can search for them. So that that counts for something, right? So after complete sidebar, sorry everyone who's listening to this, after we had kids was when we started watching TV with um, subtitles. I'm already there. <laughs> Especially if and it's now, a British show. Oh, yeah. Come on. And now we just watch all the time TV with subtitles. It's I don't, wonderful. I don't know what I'd do if I can't have them. I love a nice subtitle. That's, I went from never subtitles to always. Hashtag always subtitles. Always subtitles. Yeah. Anyways. Any hoosie. The great, great little interlude here. Welcome back to your regularly scheduled content. <laughs> Um, one question we've gotten with regards to property management is whether landlords can limit their tenants' use of antenna or dish satellites on the property. So today, we're going to take a look at what the Federal Communications Commission, also known as the FCC, has to say about that. Seems interesting. It does. The FCC addresses the issue of cable selection in their rules for over-the-air reception devices. Those rules protect a property owner or tenant's rights to install, maintain, or use an antenna to receive video programming from sources such as broadcast satellites, broadband radio services, and television broadcast stations. These rules apply to rental property where the renter has exclusive use of an area and to customer end antennas that receive and transmit fixed wireless signals. So first, what are we even talking about? Let's talk about what types of antennas are covered under the rules. Well, thank you for asking, Kate. There are three types of antennas that are protected by the rules, and they are, I quote, one, a dish antenna, one meter or less in diameter, designed to receive direct broadcast satellite service, including direct-to-home satellite service, or to receive or transmit fixed wireless signals via satellite. Two, an antenna that is one meter or less in diameter and is designed to receive video programming services via wireless cable or to receive or transmit fixed wireless signals other than via satellite. And three, an antenna that is designed to receive local television broadcast signals. 
it's important to note that not only are they looking at kind of size limitations, but also antennas used for AM, FM radio, ham radio, CB radio, digital audio radio series, or antennas used as part of a hub to relay signals among multiple locations are not covered by these rules. We have a whole group of things that just are not included. Right. If you want to get your inner Smokey and the Bandit on and revive the CB radio craze, that's not what we're talking about here. (laughs) Uh, And these rules are not for radio services, but do include antennas that are used to transmit data, including internet or voice services. Now, let's take a look at what type of properties are covered by the rules. The rules allow an owner or tenant to have the right to install an antenna on a property that he owns or over which he has exclusive use or control. This includes single-family homes, condominiums, cooperatives, townhomes, and manufactured homes. In the case of places with multiple units, the rules protect the areas where the tenant has exclusive use. And so exclusive use means an area of the property that only renters and their guests may enter and use. If it is shared with others, such as a common recreational area, it is not an exclusive use area for that tenant. So the rules do not apply to common areas that are owned by a landlord, a community association, or jointly by condo owners. For example, the roof or exterior walls of a condo building or apartment building that has multiple units. In addition, if a common antenna is available for use by residents, then the community association or landlord may prohibit the installation of an individually owned antenna or satellite dish if the signal quality from the common antenna is as good as the signal signal quality from an individually owned antenna or dish, and the costs of using the common antenna are no greater than the cost of an individually owned one. So some limits there. Right. And this that makes sense, right? A landlord who provides a common antenna can't prohibit you from having one of your own and then jack the price up on you. That's not allowed. Right. That doesn't seem fair or not equitable. Fair Now, there are certain restrictions on dish placement that may be lawfully imposed. For example, the rules allow restrictions that are necessary to prevent damage to leased property as long as they are reasonable. Right. Uh, And further, an association, landlord, or even a local government can impose certain restrictions where there is a safety concern or when a historic site is involved. But the safety restrictions must be narrowly written and address only the safety issue that they're trying to prevent. You also can't impose restrictions that would prevent or delay installation, maintenance, or use of the antennas covered by the FCC rules. For example, if you required approval before having an antenna installed, that might be a restriction that would delay installation. Under the VRLTA, you can, or at least you're not prohibited from doing this, as the landlord, require the tenant to bear the costs of the installation and removal and or require the tenant to indemnify you from any damages caused by the installation, operation, or removal. Makes sense. It now, does. Before we go to the legal hotline, mm-hmm. let's break for our sponsor. Let's do that. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time home buyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit vhda.com. Now let's take it to the legal hotline. I'm ready. I'm a property manager, and the owner of this property thinks it looks unsightly when tenants place dish satellites in front of the yard of the property. Can I require them to place the satellites in the backyard? 
Well, I will answer your question with a question. What <laughs> type of property are these tenants in? So if you're talking about a rental house where the tenants have exclusive use of the front lawn, then no, this would likely be seen as a rule that prevented the use of an antenna that's covered by the FCC rules. However, if we're talking about an apartment building where the front of the property was all common area, then you would be able to limit the placement to areas that each tenant has exclusive control over. Kate, a tenant installed a dish antenna that is more than 2 meters, about 80 inches wide, on his private use balcony. Can I require him to remove it? Yes, although it is a private use area, the rules only apply to dish antenna that are 1 meter or less in diameter, which is about 40 inches for those who are not on metric. Right. Just a fun reference point. All of our European listeners will get that immediately, though. (laughs) You can require him to remove it, but he must be allowed to have a dish antenna that is 40 inches or less in diameter. A tenant has an antenna installed that extends out beyond the balcony. Is that permissible? So the rule applies only to exclusive use areas. And if the antenna is installed beyond the balcony of a unit, that would usually be considered to be in a common area and as such would be beyond the scope of the rule. All right, Kate, last question. Can a landlord restrict individual antenna if he or she provides a common antenna for the property? Generally, yes, assuming a few things. So first is that the common antenna provides the tenant with the particular video programming or fixed wireless service that the person desires, right? So it has to provide the service that the tenant actually wants. Right. Second, the signal quality of transmission to and from the person's home using the common antenna is as good as or better than the quality the person could receive or transmit with an individual antenna covered by the rule. So it has to have that good quality. Right. Third, the costs associated with the use of the common antenna are not greater than the cost of installation, maintenance, and use of an individual antenna covered under the rule. Right? And finally, oof, the requirement to use the common antenna instead of an individual antenna does not unreasonably delay the viewer's ability to receive video programming or the fixed wireless services. Assuming all of that's true, yes. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of things. Let's tell you how you can limit your risk. First, do not have blanket rules prohibiting the use of antennas. Don't do it. Don't do it. you got to be a little more individualized than that. You can be more individualized by that by making sure that any rules are narrowly tailored to the specific concern. Okay? No blanket rules. Make sure that whatever you're trying to address narrowly addresses what you need. Exactly. As a broker, make sure that your agents who engage in property management are aware of this rule. Because I think a lot of people may not be very aware that this is even a thing. Right? It's a little bit off the beaten path. You know, that's the service we provide for you guys. We we shine light into the darkness right now. We go off the path. We do. Sometimes in... in Into the depths. Tangential ways, but yeah. As a property manager, educate your landlords about this rule so that they understand what you can and cannot prohibit as the property manager. And finally, identify issues relating to the installation of antennas and satellite dishes proactively and make sure that you have written policies. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the form members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks.
Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors Copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.